Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Paul Norton podcast. Now this is the first episode of 2021. So the last time, my last episode was just before Christmas and it was based just around enjoying Christmas, you know, having the cake, having the biscuits. So now we're into 2021 and what a year it's been last year, Christmas time and you know, like like everything else, it's it goes fast. And I guess I wanted to jump on this podcast. Just a couple of things. The response I've had over Christmas, and even just people sharing this onto their stories, is absolutely crazy. To say I only started this podcast a couple of months ago, and to think that there's people like all across the world. I have one listener in Sweden and that blows me away like and even just think that people actually listen to me waffle on in my Irish accent but the biggest thing for me is the positive comments and texts I've been getting over the last week or that just the people going for walks and listen to my podcast and you know it makes me feel a lot better more motivated and just gives me so much more confidence I actually want to keep on doing these and helping people so over the next couple of weeks i am going to keep on doing these podcasts and i've got some really good guests lined up now today's podcast is simple it's about getting back on track now lately on social media i've noticed <coughs> excuse me i've noticed a lot of fitness influencers obviously promoting you know fat loss pills fad diets you know shakes all this kind of other stuff and i don't agree with that but also on the other end i also see other influencers naming and shaming these people and i don't agree with that either you know what people do is their own business i don't agree with fad diets i don't agree with crash diets i don't agree with fat loss pills herbal teas any of this other stuff you see you gotta imagine this when you go to a wedding you get served food cake alcohol when you go to a restaurant you get served food alcohol desserts when you have a birthday party again you get cake you get food you get sweets when you go to any of these places you don't get given a fat loss shake you don't get given fat loss pills you don't get given herbal teas so that's a clear indication that when you get involved with these these fads these products it's just crazy and i was in the gym today and it blew me away that there was a trainer there in the bathrooms and she basically gave her client some fat loss pills and she told him that to take these fat loss pills that you will see results way way quicker and also it would mean that they can get progress photos quicker and faster that to me just blew me away because as you know my mum went through the exact same nonsense with fat loss pills and herbal teas and all the other stuff and it just ruined her 
So to see this again was disappointing and kind of annoyed me a small bit. But when we look at social media, people naming and shaming, that's not right either because it's just one big vicious circle. As you know, I try to promote helping females improve in confidence, have more motivation, having more self-worth, improving sleep quality, reducing stress levels, and improving sex life and sex drive. Them are the six fundamentals for my business and also everyone else that I work with and help through all my platforms. If I can help anyone improve these six areas, fat loss, weight loss will come and it's more sustainable. I've helped hundreds of people over the last couple of years, you know, shift hundreds of kg of body weight and they've gone on to sustain that weight loss and also have more weight loss along the way and there was no fat loss there was no pills there was no crash diets so we gotta imagine in the month of january is when everyone scrambles for this quick fix you know we go cold turkey we try do the devil and we try you know the biggest one is dry july you know we give up alcohol for a full month of july or sorry uh dry january as you can tell these podcasts i don't have a script i don't have anything that i follow i have bullet points and i try to speak what i feel at the moment whereas a lot of other podcasts you might see are might be quite scripted my podcasts are quite free-flowing which is probably better because you make mistakes and make hiccups you just kind of move on and get past it but for me you know dry dry january it's a bit of a tongue twister there dry january and all this kind of stuff there's giving up carbs for january there's all these other fixes that people try doing to go cold turkey but it's not necessarily the best way to do it now i'm a big believer in whatever gets gets tracked gets managed better now it's not about giving up all the best food it's not about tracking calories it's not about being on you know food of 1200 calories or any of these crash diets but in january even if you've had a long period of time let's just say you've been injured for you know six weeks or eight weeks time and you're trying to get back on track now rather than going completely balls deep and going cold turkey you're better off to take your time it's the very same as you if you haven't ran for years and all of a sudden you grow and you burst your arse off and you do you know a five or ten k k run you're going to have injuries, you're going to bust up something, something's going to give along the way. Not sustainable. Same as any weight loss or fat loss journey. Rather than going flat out for the first while, just take your time. It could be simple as just writing down your food. So rather than giving up all the food you love, just have a diary log. You know, you can use my fitness pal, which I have a lot of my clients using. And after a while then we don't use it. But it's as simple as just writing down a log of your food and kind of making things better so let's just say you've had a great christmas you've put on a few kg now rather than like going completely cold turkey because over christmas you would have consumed alcohol cakes sweets chocolate tim tams all the rest if you're like me you would have can you would have um had about 15 boxes of cereal but for me i gained five kg over christmas and i'm not going to expect to lose that five kg straight away because I'll only be starving. So it's just about taking things a little bit slowly. So for you, 
just get a notepad write down what you have for food so if you had scrambled eggs and toast and bacon for breakfast write it down if you have two mars bars at 10 o'clock write it down if you have for lunch you might have two cheeseburgers write it down if then for your tea you might have you know tub of ice cream write it down then what you do is the next day you go to write down the same food just try and make it smaller so rather than having two mars bars maybe have one and a half mars bars maybe have one mars bar and have a diet coke or something you know maybe a tub of ice cream you could have a low calorie ice cream and if you can do this for a few weeks just make small little changes it means that in four weeks time or six weeks time or eight weeks time what would have been deemed quite hard from the start is now is now manageable i've got one client in particular and i know she'll be listening to this podcast and she's probably going to smile she lives here in australia and before i met her she used to have real bad cravings for sugary foods, for chocolates, for, you know, all the rest. And I never mentioned giving up anything. It was just helping her find a perfect diet that fit her. And she's been with me now for over six months now. And her exact words was, she doesn't crave any sweets. She hasn't had cravings in ages. Because we've worked on managing her food that she loved around her nutrition, around her diet, and also around her menstrual cycle, means that on the first half of her cycle, her food is in a bit of a deficit, so she's her diet is pretty strict. And on the second half, especially the week before her period, we've increased her food. So because we've done this at a steady pace, her body now is getting the same amount of foods the whole time, meaning that her blood sugar levels ain't dropping, and we're able to regulate everything in the second half of her cycle mean her cravings are gone now if we were to do a crash diet just say in, in January crash diet come to her second half of her cycle her sugars would be so low she would be just be dying to get that glucose so one bar of chocolate one Tim Tam will end up being the whole pack of Tim Tams and that's what happens when you start doing these crash diets or when you try to go cold turkey I done an 8 week challenge recently and I often do these challenges. I've got different coaches here and there. But this challenge was for, um, a coach in England. And, you know, it was promoted quite well. It was it was the full whistle. It was, you get this, 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 and all the rest. So we've done this challenge. And in the last two weeks of this challenge, I was down to 1,500 calories. 1,500 calories is not a lot of food. 1,500 calories is, basically, it's two double quarter pounders with bacon cheese ketchup and fries so that was my food for the day now i lost a lot of weight doing this challenge but i was absolutely starving like i was just a nightmare to be around i was grumpy i was tired i was everything and as soon as that challenge was over i went back to eat normal food because generally my maintenance is two and a half thousand calories i say I gained over five and a half kg in about four or five days over Christmas. And that was pretty fast. That's happens with these these crash diets. So if I that challenge I done, if I was to do that challenge over sixteen weeks and maybe have two thousand three hundred calories, I would have preserved more muscle mass. I wouldn't have lost as much weight and I wouldn't have gained it back as fast. 
the other thing we do is just trying to be sustainable. But by managing what you have right now, what you're doing, it means that you can always improve it. Very same your step count. If you have a fitness watch or if you don't have a fitness watch, you can maybe download an app. You know, let's say today you might do 6,000 steps. Then maybe tomorrow you write down, tomorrow you're going to do 6,100 steps, 6,200 steps, 6,500 steps. There's no reason why we can't get a high step count. There is a guy that's in one of my mentoring courses and he's currently in Australian lockdown, but he's managing to get 12,000 steps in a hotel room while lockdown. So if someone can get 12,000 steps in a hotel, there's no reason why we can't get out there for a half hour walk, 40 minutes walk. Because a half hour walk is really going to give you 5,000 steps. But again, it's about making that first step, writing it down, and the next day doing a small bit better. We're not looking to, you know, build, build Rome here. We're just looking to take small steps. We're just going to get block by block and block. And eventually these blocks are going to build a massive big empire. But it's about taking a step back and rather than trying to get the quick fix, look at the long game. I always say to my clients, let's look at St. Patrick's Day. Let's look at, you know, six months down the line. Let's look at a certain date that's going to be our benchmark. Not look at four weeks to get as shredded as possible because, yes, if you don't eat much food, if you basically starve yourself, you will lose fat very, very fast. If you give a carbohydrate, you will lose weight very, very fast. But that's not what we're looking to strive here. We're looking to strive for a sustainable lifestyle that's going to help you improve confidence, have more motivation, have more self-worth, and improve in sleep, stress, and sex life. Now, when we look at these crash diets and looking at setting our goals at a moderate pace, a lot of females who cut their calories so low actually lose a menstrual cycle. Now, the number one reason for this is when your body is starved of energy, which is calories, it's going to have to start shutting off different systems to help you survive. So let's just say, as an example, a female has 2,000 calories maintenance or 2,500 calories maintenance as it's just a, just a random number. Now, let's say, you know, her brain might need 100 calories or let's say 500 calories to survive and her heart might need 500 calories and her legs might need 500. So you got to imagine different body parts require different energies to stay functional. So when a female cuts her calories so low to an extent that her body feels that she's in threat of dying because that's what starvation is. When you go into starvation mode, your body's you know, basically thinks it's going to die, so it's going to have to try to preserve energy as best it can. So what happens is the female's reproductive system will be the first function to shut itself off because ideally you don't need that to survive. You need your brains, your lungs, your hearts, everything else you need to survive. It doesn't need a reproductive system. So when a female has a crash diet so low, this what happens. I've got a two three females at the moment have gone through the same they've been with coaches before they've had crash diets as low as a thousand calories which is absolutely scandalous but because of this they've lost their menstrual cycle now when this happens it's quite a serious thing because it takes a long time to get it back so it's why when i have any kind of theme train any females 
their calories will only go as low as I feel safe. And I'm generally asking my clients every week, how's their cycle? How's their sleep? How's their stress? Is your cycle regular, irregular? And then once I can get all these details, it means that I can manage how the nutrition is going to go for the following weeks. If you're a female listening to this podcast, the best advice I can give to you is download an app that tracks your cycle. Once you can know where your cycle is at, that's going to make things so much easier. Very same as when you're writing down your food log, writing down your exercise log, it means you can always get better. If you're in the gym training, rather than using this next six weeks to go as heavy as I can, just take a step back. I went to the gym today, and let's just say I normally do 140 kg on RDL. Today I done 90, because that's the first time I've done RDL in about four weeks. So rather than me trying to do 140 kg and most likely pull a hamstring, I just done four reps of 12 for 90 kg. And then next week I'll do maybe 100. So you see how I'm always trying to progress each way. And this means that in six weeks time, I'll be back to what I can lifted four weeks ago and probably stronger. But me tracking my food, it means that rather than me putting on five, six kg of not bad weight, but you know, a bit of a, a bit of a go, I'll just take it over a longer period of time and hopefully build some muscle. For any of my female, clients listen to this it's about don't go too too fast because we don't want you to lose a kg or two kg a week if i can help you understand that losing 0.1 of a kg 100 grams is a fantastic result if i can help you lose 200 grams that is an amazing result to have because you got to imagine if you can lose 100 grams every single week and feel more confident feel more motivated have more self-worth Imagine what's going to be like in, let's just say, you know, six months down the line. You're going to have a couple of kg weight loss and you're going to have built some really good muscle mass. It's just about taking small steps, taking the small things, writing everything down is the best way to be accountable. As I said this week on my social medias, there's a lot of people shouting out calorie deficit. And yes, to lose fat and lose weight, you do need to be in a calorie deficit and work on energy balance. But it's the very same as if an airplane, a pilot, you know, you've got a pilot there who's flying for, you know, Aer Lingus or he's flying for Emirates and, you know, he's flying a plane for the last 50 years. He's, you know, he's, he's one of the best. You give that same pilot a key to a motorbike, he might not have a clue how to drive the motorbike. Now, you might think of that and say, that's a bit silly. An airplane driver, a pilot who can you know fly a triple seven you know airbus but can't ride a, a, a motorbike that's crazy talk when i see people lately in social media saying fat loss weight loss is just as simple as eat less move more that's the analogy that i have come up with and i think it fits the belt perfectly just because it may look simple it may be easy that does not mean that it's going to be easy it might take that pilot you know, he might get on the motorcycle, he might fall off. He might get on again, he might fall off. He might get on the road, he might fall off. There's so much factors to take into consideration. Although it may be as simple as just jumping on the scooter, you know, turning on the key and bouncing away up the street, like an old hairdryer, it's not always that easy. Fall off some weight loss, we have the basics. We know that. 
but we have to get ourselves in a good position mentally to be able to you know adhere to that diet it's all good and it says having a diet tracking calories but if you haven't got a good coach that can guide you along the way if you haven't got the structure to have good habits to have good behaviors to not feel guilty when you have chocolate or ice cream to be able to have wine and cheese and it's just habits as simple as if you're going to have some wine and cheese or you're going to have dessert it's kind of like just acknowledging that you might have to do an extra 20 minutes walking or you might have to do some steps just them little tiny habits now habits are big for me because when i go to the gym i'm quite bad at just pronosticating it's a big word for me sorry i'm basically bad at wasting time in the gym so today i've set my habits is when i go to the gym now i set a timer for 45 minutes if I don't get my workout done in 45 minutes, I then have to save away $100 of my um, wages into a separate bank. So that means that money is always going to stay there. And basically, I cannot touch that money. So it's, it's, it's kind of like me trying not to go over and be there for more than 45 minutes again it's going to be a habit say it's the first day but i know like i don't want to be like having to lose a hundred dollars every time i don't adhere to my own goal so it means that's going to give me the motivation to actually get the workout done within 45 minutes and then go home just little small habits so if you can take anything from this podcast it's just going to be building habits get a notepad get a pen and write down stuff write down your wins of the day write down what you've done today and then tomorrow do the exact same thing and the next day do the same thing and the same thing and the same thing and before you know it in seven days you're going to have this log of your food you're going to have this log of your training you're going to have a log of your steps and if you find that you're not losing weight or you're not losing fat if you're finding that you're not where you want to be you can look back at this log and say right i've had six mars bars this week i've had four cans of coke i've had three curries i've had four mcdonald's then you can kind of say right this week i'm going to have less mcdonald's i'm going to have less mars bars and less less sneakers if you can see your step count was let's just say your step count was 16,000 for the whole week you can say right I'm going to get this back up to 20,000 already you're making improvements because you've acknowledged what you can do better because it's in front of you you've written it down that's the most powerful thing you can do there's no fads that are going to get you to build habits when you can build good habits you've achieved so much habits you can take with you throughout your whole life you can teach your kids good habits like making your bed cleaning your room washing your dishes after you use them little stuff like that drinking more water you know little cues that you can improve your whole life will add up and obviously it'll benefit you and your family so just finish off just don't complicate your any journey whether it's a strength journey whether it's weight loss whether it's fat loss whether you just want to have better sex whether you want to have you know less stress you want to have better sleep quality better sleep quality you could turn off your phone at 8 p.m go to bed read a book sleep by nine if you want to listen to my podcast 
listen to my voice um, and put you asleep. Hopefully not. I hope we're not that boring, but you never know. Um, listen to my voice, put your podcast and sleep timer for 50 minutes and just listen to me waffle on. Put you asleep, but there's always little habits we can do along the way. Like everything, if you're listening to this and you want to make changes, you know, you're stuck, just please, please, please find me on Instagram, you know, Paul Norton Fitness, or you can send me an email, paul.nrtn at gmail.com. You know, send me an email and let's let me help you. If you're at a point in your life where you're stuck, you're struggling, you feel you're giving up, just contact me. I will happily give you, you know, an hour of my free time to jump on a phone call and just explain the whole process of how you can start seeing results and how you can build a better life for you and your family. Rather than invest money in any kind of these fads, any of these supplements, just take your time, take a step back and look at the longer picture. If you can get better over the next six weeks writing down stuff in a notepad, that's what you do. If you're listening to this, please make sure you share on Instagram stories. If you've got friends who are struggling during January, February, you know, make sure you put in your story, tag them in it. Contact me, download my free ebooks. I've got so much there to help people not go through what my mum went through, especially in January. So it's been an absolute pleasure again, and I'm bloody excited to, for the next couple of podcasts. I've got some really good guests on. So for me to you, adios, and I will chat to you next week. Bye now.